Welcome back to another edition of the Sip and Serve podcast, where we sip what's cold and serve what's hot. By now, you should know me, but if you don't, my name is Clay Roll, a.k.a. Rollski. To my left, Corey with a K is on the ones and twos. To my right, Otis is back for his second time and across the table. My main man, DG. DG, what's happening? You ever try to sell a house? Not yet. I'm in the process of selling my house by owner. You see, I've heard if you don't go through a realtor, it can be kind of a pain in the ass. Explain it to me. So the whole idea was to sell our house, my wife and I, by owner. That way we didn't um, we didn't have to spend any money on commission for a real estate agent. Yeah, so let's, let's talk about that for a minute because one day I'm probably going to sell my house. I hope to build at some point. Yeah. And uh, so the... The realtor gets commission off their sale because they're the one advertising your place, correct? I yes. got that right? Yes. Okay. Go ahead. And I don't know what commission is exactly. It's a it's a percentage of, you know, whatever your whatever the purchase price is for how much you sell it for. Um I decided after talking to, you know, a couple other people, with the housing market being the way it is right now, it's crazy. I mean, houses are kind of almost selling themselves right now, oh, which, yeah. which is a big reason why my wife and I decided to sell. Great time to sell. Yeah. Buyer's market. Exactly. Exactly, Otis. Thank you. You're welcome. For contributing that. But anyway, I'm sure we're trying to sell it by owner. And it was, I mean, the process was almost, I mean, it was really easy. Too smooth? It seemed that way, yeah. We listed it. On like a Thursday or Friday, we had like three offers by Sunday evening, and we entertained a couple of them. A couple of them fell through. A couple more people came throughout the week, that following week, and looked at it. We accepted an offer by like Thursday night of the the week, the Thursday after we listed it. So and we listed week. on like a like a week, yeah, like a week, and we had accepted an offer. But man, like there, there. Since then, since we accepted that initial offer, there's been a whole lot of back and forth, and a whole lot of technical talk, and negotiations. And dude, I've been, I'm in. I was this past week. I've been in way over my head, you man. Went to battle, DG the realtor. I've been in. Well, I'm not a realtor. That's the problem. <laughs> I thought. I, I thought yeah, this would be easy. You know, it's somebody will give us an offer. We accept the offer. <laughs> Boom, we're in contract, we sell it. So here's the thing. After hearing you say that, would you rather have went through a realtor? Absolutely. To not deal with the bullshit? Absolutely. Because you're not the only person that I've ever heard say that. Man, I take every struggle in life. I'm trying I'm gonna get a little existential here, okay? I'm gonna get a little philosophizing. Holy shit. That's a huge word there. <laughs> Go ahead. I take, I take every struggle in life as a learning opportunity. And if this struggle has taught me anything, it's taught me that when I when I do something like this in the future, I'm going to hire a professional to do the the, the real nitty gritty work, dirty work for me. And that's, you know, luckily my wife stepped in, kind of helped me out with a lot of this. And, and we're, we're on an even footing with the, the buyer now. And we're set. We're set to close. Everything's good. Everything's great. But dude, for a couple of days this past week, I was sick to my stomach. I had anxiety like I've never had anxiety before because we're talking about a good chunk of money here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, we're talking about the several years, the next several years of our life. Mm -hmm. So it's been stressful, man, but we made it. So 
like I said, you're not the only person that I've heard this from. And I've actually heard it from other people here lately, because like you said, the buyer's market, a lot of people that have been wanting to sell their house, but they, yeah, we're going to hold on to Let's live here for a few more years. They see the market and they're like, now's the time. Now's the time. Let's get rid of it. And a lot of other people are dealing with the same shit you're doing. It's the buyers that you guys agree on a price and then they come back because there's no contract written now. They're like, well, if we want it for that price, you're going to have to fix the driveway. How about that? How about that garage door? We really don't like how that's working. Can you can you replace the motor in the garage door? And then the door inside of your bathroom, it creaks a little bit. You got a crack in the sidewalk. Yeah. I I know what you're saying because yeah. I've heard the same stories from other people. The thing about that, what you just said is we had a contract. Oh, really? That both parties signed. And then, you know, three, four days before when we were supposed to close, I get a hold of the buyer. I said, hey, we, we good for closing? And they said, um, you know, well, that's kind of up to you. But, hey, by the way, will you sign this other addendum to the contract for this lower purchase price? And I said, <laughs> hold up here. <laughs> what are we talking about? And then that's, that's when it got wild. And mm. that's when I wish I would have had an agent there yeah. because they could have handled all that back and forth at yes. that point. Yes. You know, I'm at work. I'm trying to do my job. Meanwhile, this dude, you know, there the buyer agent, he's texting me, he's calling me, he's he, you know, he's wanting to talk about this and I'm I'm over here trying to do my my job and mm-hmm. bad news, man. Even bad coming news, from ex- even coming from experience on the other side of the coin, being a buyer, being a buyer with no realtor. Man, man the woman just bought the house that we just bought. And we got lucky that it was her dad who was selling the house, kind of saying it kind of lined up, stars aligned, but just buying the house with no realtor was still a humongous headache. And there was times I wanted to rip my face off. Oh, well, I'm in the same boat you are. I mean, the bank, they ask you for everything, but you're, you're, you left testicle. You know what I mean? (laughs) Oh, I'm with you. I mean, good grief. I bought... You know, the house I live in now off my parents. This is where I grew you, up. You didn't have a realtor either. No realtor. You just went, yep. Uh, dude, I'm right <sighs> there with you. I'm missing a right testicle. Yep. I gave them my <laughs> left they, one. They wanted so. your left. Yep. They took my right. You're the Lance Armstrong of house buyer. Yep. <laughs> Can't ride a bike worth shit. Yep. <laughs> but anyway, we, uh, we, we got it all ironed out, man. We're closing on Monday, so things are good. Things are looking up. We're already, you know. Almost all the way moved to the new place. I was so. about to ask you that, DG man. How is the new place? You guys getting cozy? It's good. We're we're selling in. I'm hoping to have the Christmas tree up soon. Man. I was about to ask you the same thing. Hoping to have the Christmas are, are tree. Are we getting up. jolly yet over there? Well, I, I can't. I can't wait until we get everything situated. We get it all like we want it. We got that Christmas tree up in the front window, and I'm sitting there drinking an Irish coffee, just listening to some Christmas music. Are, I, I take it, DG, you're a you're a Christmas guy. Oh. Are you are you a Grinch or are you a Clark Griswold? Which, I'm a, which I'm a, side I'm a, of the spectrum? So you I'm know? a Clark, but I'm not as Clarky. You know, I I really like to just sit and, and take it all in and enjoy the Christmas atmosphere, the music, the lights, man. I, I I like taking a good drive around town, looking at the lights every now and then. So you're a you're a laid back Clark Griswold. I am. Okay. I, I that's a good way to put it. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So. I'm just throwing this out there. I'm an experience. I'm experienced at putting lights up. Yeah. So if you need anybody to come over there sometime before Christmas Eve and just spiffy the place up on the outside, you know, I'm there. You'll be my first call. Because I've done mine. I've done Roush's. I mean, we're good. Yeah. We're good on that end. 
But anyway, DJ, I appreciate you coming in with that story. I mean, that's a good way to lead off the pod there. But uh, guys, I'll tell you what. I've had a hell of a week. What you got going? What I've you got had, going in your life? Man, i tell you what. I don't know what it is. Actually, I know what it is. The line of work that I do, every time before a holiday, when uh, you know our businesses are closed, we get slammed. And, you know, Thanksgiving wasn't bad. I, like I said, I told you guys I went on a little bender. I took like, you know, I had like four or five days off in a row around Thanksgiving. And I'm about to have the same around Christmas here. And this past week, I'm telling you, I've been the busiest I've ever been at this job. And like, yeah, I've been there, I think I've been there for like almost five and a half years now. And this is the busiest I've ever been at one time. This past week has been hell. What's been going on, Bird? I mean... Sometimes, you know, I wake up and I go into work and I know what I'm going to be doing. And I know, you know, I got my schedule laid out for the next day, every day. And, you know, this week it's just been, it's just been another thing after another thing. Like stuff's coming in so fast that I, I'm having trouble keeping up. Overwhelmed you know a I mean. little bit. Yeah, I'm, I am getting a little overwhelmed, but, you know, I buckled my seatbelt down in. I put, my, I tied my shoes up tight and I went in there and I busted ass this past week and I got a lot of shit done. That a boy. So, so I mean, you know, I'm over. You know, I'm I'm here Friday night, sip and serve podcast. I'm loaded up. You know, I got the Grizzly Winter Green. I got the Bush Light. We got the cameras rolling. I got my boys around the table. This is what I love about hey, work you know, hard, play hard. You're damn right. There this is what I love about it. Every Friday night, I look forward to this shit. It's time so, for recess. So we're here. Absolutely. I love that. <laughs> that was a good. That was a good one. I love that. So, so, hey, wait. How many hours do you work in a typical work week? Like, I mean, a, just, like an average work. We're week. not allowed working overtime in okay. my job, so it's forty hours always. Really? But here's the thing: we're allowed clocking in whenever, and we still get paid for that. So I like get. I get to work. You know, about seven forty-five. I walk in at seven fifty. A lot of people sit around and you know bullshit for a little while. I'm clocking in and I'm getting my ass to work because I know what I got to get done by 4.30 that day. So you can clock in whenever you want. So let's say you clock in at 6 o'clock in the morning. No, 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 no. I, I shouldn't have said that. You can clock in, you know, 7.45. Okay. You're on the clock at 8. And okay. you can get to work when you want, you know. Okay. You're not but you got show- a regular eight-hour day. I'm not showing up at 6 and working eight hours when I we're actually working 10. That's not going to happen. Okay. So let's just say I work eight hours and you know, 15 minutes, whatever. But I'm, I'm a lot of people just sit back on their phones until eight o'clock hits and they'll start working. But man, I like getting back here and getting started. Cause I know I got a, I got a big day, big day. So this whole week's been a big day and you know, I've got a lot of stuff done and I still got a lot of stuff to do on Monday, but it's whatever. It's Friday night. We're here around the table. You know, that's one thing. Another thing is I made one of the biggest mistakes I've ever made this week. Oh boy. Dang. That's that serious. Sounds, that sounds heavy, dude. I was so amped up. It was actually yesterday I made this mistake. You know, I'm at work, and my wife, she's got, you know, supper plans laid out. And we were supposed to have chicken sandwiches for supper. She Can't go some, wrong with a good she, chicken sandwich. Yeah, exactly. She bought some chicken breast sandwiches. <laughs> And she was supposed to bake them. And, I, you know, I was just having one of them days. I had a bad day at work. And I was just like, you know what? Hell with it. We're not baking shit. It's 55 degrees outside. I'm bringing the grill back out. We're having summer in this. You're summer. grilling them I'm suckers. I'm grilling them, son of a bitch. I saw that tweet. I'm grilling them. 
I'm grilling them. You were ready to go. Yeah, I'm amped up, you know. I'm ready to roll. Come to find out, I had a little too much beer last weekend. <laughs> a little overkill. A little overkill last weekend. Wasn't prepared for this week. Dried out. Mm. Dried out. Fridge was dry. Coolers were dry. Everything was dry. Mm. I'd season up the chicken. I'm warming up the grill outside. I go out and throw the chicken on. I come back inside, open up the fridge. There isn't a soul. There ain't no beer at all. There's no Bud Light. There's no Bush Light. There's no Pussy Coors Light or Miller Light in the fridge. There's nothing. And at that point, I would have drank a Miller Light or a Coors Light because I said this earlier in past episodes. You're not a man if you're not drinking a beer over top the grill. And I literally wasn't a man last night over top the grill without a beer in my hand. I'm going to guess there was a few choice words from... Rolski. If you could have seen my camera no. that overlooks the grill last night, I was out there shaking my head. I might have kicked a few rocks. No. I mean, I wasn't happy. Well, why didn't you just fire up the grill and then run down to the carry out? Oh, DG, that's a fire hazard. <laughs> have your old lady keep an eye on it. Make sure she wasn't nothing home. gets out of control. She wasn't home. Okay. It was just it was just Papa Rolski at the household, so and she, I was cooking supper for her. She bought the supplies. She bought the supplies, and she was working out. At the gym, and I was down here. I said, you know what? I'm going to fire up. I'm going to have chicken sandwiches ready for us whenever she gets home, and there's no damn beer. Mm. So that was one of the biggest mistakes. And I, I <sighs> So you went, you, you, so you grilled on a Thursday evening with, with zero alcohol. Thirsty Thursday with zero alcohol. Grilling in December. That's the problem. Oh. It's in December. You're not supposed to be grilling in December. What a missed it's opportunity. It's supposed to be 25 degrees outside. And I get home from work, and it's 55, and I don't have no beard to grill over. So let me ask you something, Ron. And the problem was, DG, I made the mistake. I made the big mistake because I fired up the grill before I checked the beer. Always check for the beer first because hey. then I could have ran up the road. Kids out there, remember that. Live Always and learn. check for the beer first. Live and learn. I said as it earlier. You're 21. Anytime you, you're, you're met with adversity, treat that as a learning opportunity. You know now. Next time you fire up the grill, before you hit that ignite button, check the fridge. Now you know. Now I appreciate that, and you're exactly right. Let me ask you something. Yeah. How'd the chicken sandwiches taste? Dude, <laughs> it was freaking phenomenal. Really? It was. Now, let me explain this to you. So, the only thing that would have made it any better was a is an ice-cold bush light. Yes. Yes. <sighs> Ain't that the way of it? <sighs> that is the way of it. But... You know, I got them in a nice and char grilled on the outside. Had the black grill marks on them. Mm-hmm. Nice and juicy though. Not buffalo, overdone. Did you put some buffalo red Frank's red hot. Not on? overdone. Came back inside. Got my bun. Put five pickle slices on the bottom. Put put the chicken on top. Lettuce and a glaze of buffalo sauce on the top. Freaking phenomenal, Frank's boys. Red hot. I was pretty damn proud because I, you know, when I first put these, first put the chicken on the grill, I'm like, man, I don't know how this is going to taste on a sandwich because they were kind of thick. They were like thicker mm-hmm. chicken breasts. I'm like, this isn't typical chicken sandwich type. Mm-hmm. Boy, I'll never go back. The thick is the way to go. That's what you liked, huh? Dude, it was so good. So good. Thicker than a snicker. <laughs> Rolski's hot chicken oatmeal. takeover. <laughs> <laughs> but, boys, that's not the only thing that's bothering me. I got one more. And this happened to me last night. And if my eyes are droopy, this is why. <sighs> you you guys that are here on, on the mics tonight, you guys you guys have women that you live with here. Sure do. So 
do you guys how how deep sleepers are you guys? Do you guys are you a deep sleeper? I slept through a tornado a couple years ago. <laughs> okay, so I would never do that ever in my life. I would never do that. If it's raining outside, I know. What about you, I'm, Otis? I'm I'm more of a a light sleeper. Now, her on the other hand, she she, she I could sit there and smack her across the face and shake her. She ain't waking up. Okay, so I'm glad you said that. So last night. Now, I'm just going to explain a little bit, a little backstory. I'm a terrible sleeper. So I like to take, you know, maybe a generic sleeping pill before I go to sleep, just just to help a little bit. So I go upstairs last night about 9.30. I look for my generic sleeping pills, and uh, I'm out. About like I'm out of beer. <laughs> no sleeping pills, no beer. Not Somebody needs to go to the grocery shoot. store. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm slacking this week, boys. It's been a bad week. So I... I I'm searching through the cabinet, and I just see some pure, healthy sleeping pills. Melatonin. Okay. That's the good stuff. Oh, is it? Yeah. Oh, okay. (laughs) So I take some melatonin, and I've taken it before. And my wife actually bought these for me a long time ago. She said, hey, these are a little bit bit healthier for you you than the knockoff sleeping pills, whatever. And they didn't work. The first time. So I stopped taking them. I got a freaking full bottle upstairs. Free to anybody here tonight. You guys can have them. So I take two of them. You're supposed to take one. I said, oh, hell, I'll take two. Knock me out. Okay. So I go in. You know, I start laying down here. And my wife goes to sleep. And this is about 10 o'clock. So I'm sitting there with my eyes just closed. And I, I kind of nod off a little bit. You know, You know when you know you're about to fall asleep. And then about 11 o'clock. Right when I was about ready to go here, and I go, (laughs) I shoot right up, and I'm like, what the hell is that? I look over, and she's just, she's out like a light. Oh, she's out like a light. I'm just sitting there like, son of a, Mario's in the house, and I'm just sitting over there like, oh, my God, this is terrible. So, you know, I kind of shake her a little bit. Give her a little nudge. I give her a little nudge, nothing. Give her a little nudge. She rolls over. Fine. Here we are. Let's try to lay back down. Nope. Melatonin ain't worth a shit, boys. I stayed up, I'm telling you, from 11, rolling back and forth, in between 11 and 2 o'clock, as I can remember. Oh. Just rolling it back and forth. Like, you know when you kind of nod off, then you look up and see what time it is? Mm-hmm. 11.45. Get back down. 12.30. Yep. Oh, my God. It was terrible. And the later, the later it gets... The, the more, more pissed, pissed you oh get. yeah. Well, Especially if you've got to get up for something and you keep looking at that clock and it keeps getting later and later and you know you still haven't slept a wink, you just start getting pissed. Oh yeah, you want to know what really did it in this melatonin? The first thing I thought was melatonin. Yeah. Three a.m. You know, I kind of look up. I had been asleep. You know, I was asleep. I woke up, seen three a.m. Go back down and then it's just. <laughs> snoring again so i say you know what i've had it so i gave her a good shrug <laughs> i said katie roll over roll over roll over and she goes she shoots straight up and she goes clay oh, i'm not boy. snoring <laughs> because i'm awake and I, go, <laughs> I said i said bullshit if you are i said go back to sleep over our logs yeah and then you know i finally go to sleep and I usually wake up at 6.15 every morning. 
I couldn't sleep where the shit. My alarm said 5 a.m. I said, you know what? Hell with it. Hell with it. I'm up. My, actually, my alarm said 6.15. I looked at the clock. It said 5 a.m. I said, I'm done with this. I'm getting up. I'm not doing this no more. Guess what I did at 5 a.m. this morning? I bet you got on the treadmill. Nope. Got up, walked to the bathroom, and cut my hair. <laughs> <laughs> Why not? I what mean, better time of day to cut your hair? Five o'clock in the morning. Can't my sleep. wife told me last night, she goes, you need a haircut. Go do it right now. I said, no, I'm not doing it. I'll probably do it on Saturday morning or Sunday. Got that out of the I way. I said, hell with Weekend's it. It's 5 a.m. <laughs> I got two, two and a half hours before I got to leave for work. I'm going to the bathroom. I'm cutting my hair at 5 a.m. this morning. Went and shaved. You know, I got a bald haircut. Hell with it. Yeah. Buzz cut. 5 a.m. this morning. Been tired ever since. Hell looks, with it. Looks great. So the moral of the story is hell with melatonin. I'm done with it. Any of you guys want to take it with you, take it. Because I don't want it in the house. I'd rather not take anything. It ain't worth a shit. Any thoughts on that? My, I got I got a question. So it sounds to me like anytime your wife falls asleep before you. It's over. It's a bad deal. It's over. So it, you got to fall asleep before her if you want any prayer to good night's sleep. Well, yes, that's kind of true. But also... The Sam's Club brand sleeping pills does well for me. So even if she's asleep, it's a little first, green gel pill. Yes. No free, no free ads though for Sam's Club. Yeah, oh, yeah, great. I'm glad you said that. No free ads, but yes, their pills just. I mean, I just take one. It just helps me. And if not, I'm up all night like I was last night, and I'm going to have to go to Sam's Club. No free ads. What about if she falls asleep first? She's you know she's got that snoring action. Making making it hard for you to nod off. You ever venture to another room? Maybe go upstairs? I could have, but there's a lot of times she asks why, and then I give her, well, I couldn't sleep because you were doing this, and she feels bad. So, so I, did, I just let it go. I just said, you know what? It's more argument, argument, argument waiting I just happen. let it go, and I said, you know what? I'm going I'm to stick this one out. But you know what? God bless her. She was sleeping on her back. Just roll over, honey. <laughs> Love you. Yep. But so anyways, I, boys, I'm gonna guess this ain't the first time she's woke you up from the sun oh, on the logs. No, no, but a lot of times, a lot of times I'll I'll roll her over and she'll be good and, and nothing. Yeah, but you know what? We woke up this morning. I said, "Do you know what I said to you at 3 a.m. last night?" She goes, "No, I have no idea." She goes, "I don't remember any of that." I said, "Exactly, because you were asleep. You lied to me." <laughs> but anyways, Fair enough. That's just a little rant we had. I hope you guys enjoyed that. But we're moving on. And now, before we get started, I just want to thank Otis for coming back. He's been here once before. Yeah, yeah, Rolski. First time I was here uh, a couple weeks ago, but we didn't have DG in the studio. But it's uh, real good to have the original crew back, Rolski and DG. Hey, I'm, ex- I'm excited to hear what we got going for this episode. Let's get I'm, it going. I'm pumped to be here with uh, with our main man Otis here. Give me some. Yes. <laughs> okay. We got I, was, a little- I wasn't here last time due to some unforeseen circumstances, and I'll tell you what, man. I listened to that. I listened to that episode back, and I just had a sense of of longing, you know, wishing I was there. You missed yeah, it. I you did. Missed it. I did. It was a good time. I missed the it was, mic. It was I, a real good time. I missed. I missed. I I don't. I didn't like the fact that I missed Otis. Let's put it that way. Well, guess what? He's here. And this is the podcast we had originally planned for that night. So let's get right into it. Let's go. Let's get it going. Now, this one, we've had a lot of feedback on our fantasy drafts. This one's going to be a little different. We're still going to do a draft style, but it's going to be a little different. 
So a lot of guys out there, a lot of kids out there, whatever, they like these uh, Call of Duty War Zones, these PUBGs, these Fortnite Battle Royals on the Xbox and the PlayStation, whatever. So we came up with a little something. We're going to have a pet store Battle Royal draft. To the death. Well, okay. Yeah. we it is, Easy now. It is, it is to the death, but... On the podcast, Sip and Serve podcast, we don't condone animal violence in any way Facts. whatsoever. Facts. We love animals here. This is just for fun. Strictly Facts. theoretical. Exactly. So what we're going to do, we got three guys participating here. DG, Otis, and myself are going to participate in a pet store battle royal draft. So the first person is going to draft an animal that they can buy from a pet store that they would want on their fighting team. And all three of these teams that are selected are going to go to battle and, like Otis said, I guess, <laughs> fight to the death. Or until they're hurt and they can't get back up. Whatever. So, Pet Store Battle Royal. And we've already drawn. DG's going to lead us off. Otis is second. And Rolski's third. Myself, I'm third. So, it's going to be a snake draft. So, I'm going to get two picks in a row. So, as the draft commissioner, DG, you are now on the clock in the first ever Pet Store Battle Royal Fantasy Draft. With the first overall pick in the first ever Battle Royale Pet Store Fantasy Draft, DG is going to select a pit bull puppy from the pet store. A pit bull puppy. Okay. Pit bull. So, yeah, all the dogs. Now, let, let's explain to this real yep. quick. You want to mm-hmm. go ahead and explain that, DG? Yeah, so um, you go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> so th- there's so many dogs out there, like breeds of dogs and pet stores. We made a rule that each team can have at least one dog breed. So DG has selected pit bull as his first overall pick. So that means, Otis, you can take one and I can take one. But we can only have one dog on our team. But any other animals that we're picking, it's just the general animal itself. It's no it's no breeds, it's anything like that. It's the general animal after yes, that. Yes, but I would also like for you to like specify that breed. Like what are you going after? Okay. You know what I mean? Okay. Okay, so DG takes Pitbull number one. Otis, you're on the clock. We kind of talked about it before the episode, but It'd be kind of silly not to have a dog. Like when you think of a oh, pet yeah. store. Oh yeah. Not only the cutest and the be- and in my opinion the best animal in the in the store, but also probably the the best in a, in a battle royale, which is what we're talking about. I completely agree. The hardiest. The 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 heart and soul of your team is going to be the the, the dog. I so agree. I'm going to go with the German Shepherd puppy. Okay. Solid selection. The German Shepherd. Puppy. The German Shepherd. Okay. So I've actually thought about this and I was talking to with a I was talking to a listener. I actually work with one and we ride together to work every day. And this is exactly what I was hoping that you guys would do. Uh oh. You guys would take the dogs first because there's plenty of dog breeds out there. So I'm gonna steal two different animals that aren't dog breeds. I'm gonna save the dog for last. That that's good by having the third pick. Dogs are off the board. So, so can, with the first overall pick, Rolski is going to take a... Well, this is a third overall pick. Well, my first... Sorry, third overall. But with my first, I'm going to take a boa constrictor snake. That's a good pick. 
Do pet stores have those? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm pretty sure they do. Oh, yeah. That's Bo- a good pick. Boa Constrictor Snake. And then I'm going to come back with a pissed off cat. Well, I mean, you walk into a pet land, they're not going to say, hey, do you want to see our selection of pissed off cats? You're right. But if we're going to battle, I want a cat on my side. The claws, the teeth, the ability to climb trees, the ability to jump high. Man, if the cat's going to battle, I want him on my side. You're going to train it to be pissed off. I mean, if if we're training to fight, I can... You ever seen them wild-ass cats getting caught and just being mean as shit? Feral. (laughs) (laughs) I want a cat and a boa constrictor on my side. Have you ever tried to hold a cat that don't want to be held? That sucker's going to claw you Oh, my gosh. You know what? Now that we're talking about this, this is a great time for me to bring it out. Great time. Great time. And this is kind of why I picked him. I'm scared of cats. <laughs> okay. I am scared to death Any of cats. Any certain breeds of cats? I, or just, no, just, just house cats in general. Okay. And especially active cats. The ones that don't just sit That's there. That's a weird thing of mine. I am scared to death of cats. Especially. Especially if they're not declawed. Okay. Because there's a lot of people out there that say if you declaw your cat, I mean... That's the that's the worst thing you could do for that cat because they can't defend themselves ever. So if you ever have like I know Otis, you guys have outdoor cats. Yeah, we, yeah. They go outside all the time. Yeah. Exactly. Are they declawed? They are not. Exactly because your family believes in they need to be able to defend themselves if they need to. And well, they got and they got to get get after those mice, yeah. right? With the cats I have with my girlfriend now though. Okay. He's just a house. We have two cats now, but the one we've had for a while. He's a, he's just house cat, and we got him declawed because he's scratching because your he's, shit. He's scratching the stuff. He's yeah, but he's never ever outside. He's never outside. There's he, a lot of people who have outdoor cats. I mean, if you get them declawed, I mean, they're defenseless. Yeah, you're in tr- you're I mean, in some trouble. They can they I mean they can't climb trees now. How are they gonna get up a tree? You know what I'm saying? So for predators out there, I want I want I want a big old cat that's got freaking claws and them sharp teeth and can hooks. Put some hooks in some you're, something. You're damn right, DG. You're damn right. So I'm going with a boa constrictor and a pissed off cat with claws. Okay. All right. What are you taking? So for my second pick, I went kind of back and forth between a couple different things. But I think before somebody else takes it, I want to fight. I want to fight this battle from the skies. I'm going with bird. Okay. I'm going with the bird. Got the big old talons on it. Okay, but here's my thing. I talked about this as well. Okay. What kind of bird are you taking? You just can't say a bird. What kind of bird from a pet store? So, But let me ask you, if I say a certain bird, can DG take it? A- no, bird is it. Okay. It's I, just like a cat. I mean, uh, you can- I guess a parakeet because that's most of the birds that are in a pet store. Okay. All right. The the big ones, the big colorful ones Let's with just the big claws and stuff. Parrot. Yeah, sure. We'll go with the parrot. The, col- the colorful bird with the big beak and the claws that stay in cages. Yep. And they, sometimes they talk. Yep, that one right there. So I'm, I'm going to take the, this battle royale out to the skies. And I, I don't, I'm, I just don't think there's any defense to that to any other pet store animal. So I'm going to go with the parrot. Hey, but here's my thing. Here's my thing. My second pick. Cats are known for killing a lot of birds. That's true. I'll give you that. <laughs> I'll give you that. I'll yeah. I'll give you that. But your cat's got to deal with my dog too, so. I haven't picked my dog That's yet. That's true. That's true. 
All right, DG. DG, you got a look on your face down there. You're like, these guys are so in over their heads down there. No, I, that's not the look. The look is, I'm just, when you said birds, <laughs> the, the first time, when he when Rolski asked you what kind of bird, mm-hmm. you first said parakeet. And when you said parakeet, I was like, yes. Because parakeet, those things are small as hell. They're they're not going to do any damage to anything. Okay, no, I probably no, didn't but, mean but, the parakeet, but but, but but okay. Then you said parrot. I said parrot. You said parrot, and then you claim parrot. Well, yeah. I'm claiming parrot. Yes. Now parrot is a heavy duty bird. You're damn right. <laughs> and that that beak uh-huh. is hooked. Oh yeah. It lets that beak is like a bald eagle's oh, beak, oh, man. Oh, oh yeah. That thing can yeah. can do some damage. That thing can get in some meat. Yeah. And tear some flesh. Yeah. I tell you what, DG. That thing gets in your eye socket. Oh. It's all over. Forget it. Guys, you can't see. No. Forget I a, it. I had a buddy. I mean, he still is my buddy, but when he was growing up, we used to hang out a shit ton. And he had one. And that thing was meaner than fuck. Yep. <laughs> yep. They you, 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 would, you would stick your finger in there and he ain't having it. Get out of here. <laughs> beacon. Dude, He's beacon you. Dude. He's beacon you. Then the thing is, they if, if they're your pet, they have their wings, you know, clipped. So, so they, they can't, can't fly. fly. Yep. Now they can take off, but they can't get up high and they'll land. Kind of like a chicken. Yeah, exactly. But <laughs> I'm telling you, if they had their w- wings weren't clipped and they could fly over top of the battle, it's a great pick. I kind of thought about that. But I mean, I think I'd rather have a pissed off cat. Parrot was my second pick. And I'm like, man, I think I'll go with the cat. Yeah. But anyway, DG, I'm sorry. But we before we explain the rules... Dogs are the only one that can be repeated. Yeah. Hey. But now you have two picks in a row, so your team's going to be locked in. Yes. So um, my second overall pick is going to uh, – my second personal pick is going to be a ferret. God He's on my it. list. On my oh. list. They got sharp teeth. Um, Quicker than hell. They can fit into any kind of spaces. They're quick. They're oh, sleek. Boy. Yeah, man. They, like a uh, ninja. They are. It's like they're a ninja with they're fur. really spry. Yep. And flexible and um, versatile, you know. Solid I think, choice. I think they can jump a little bit. I I'm, I may just They can be, climb too. I may just be making that up. I'm not sure, but I feel like a ferret's a lot like a mongoose. Dude. Exactly. It's a miniature mongoose, I think. For any for any sipping squad members out there, you know, that that wanna want to occupy 10 minutes of your day you're, you're bored you got a break at work you're at lunch whatever youtube mongoose versus a cobra youtube that and tell me well you can't really tell me i mean you could you know call in or send us a message or something but but that that's going to be entertainment for you because mong mongooses are quicker than hell and they love cobra. They love fighting cobras. Oh yeah, because they get a hold of that cobra and they shake the shit out of it till it's paralyzed and they can't move anymore. What's that? Uh, what's the TV channel? Discovery Channel. National, Dis- Ge- National Geographic. National Geographic. I've seen plenty of videos of freaking mongooses fighting cobras. Mongoose versus cobra. Yeah, I mean now, that's popular. I know a ferret's not a mongoose, but a ferret's pretty closely related. It, it's to a, a miniature mongoose, mongoose. I would say. So yeah, that's why I'm gonna take a mong or a ferret. I think you know ferret. Hey, solid choice. I'm not dogging you. It's on my list. Sure, solid choice. That's my second, my third, and final pick for my pet store battle royale team. 
I'm going to go with a uh, scorpion. Oh, wow. He's going venomous. Oh, wow. I'm going scorpion. Oh, wow. Now, I've done my research. It wasn't on my list. I forgot about it. I've done my research, and pet stores don't sell scorpions that are all that venomous. Okay, and I if agree. They, if they, right. the, the ones I read about, if they sting you, it feels sort of like a bee sting. Yeah. They also have claws, and if they clamp onto you, I mean, they, they don't let go, but it's not forceful enough to, like, tear flesh, you know what I mean? But a scorpion may just be small enough and low-key enough to be annoying to the point where it bothers you, and it distracts you. Until that ferret can jump on your jugular and just puncture it and you bleed out everywhere. Dead. <laughs> Dead. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. yeah. That rounds out my my squad. So Let's, say it again. Go ahead and say yours. I got a pet bull. I got a pit bull. Oh man, that's good. Okay. I got a ferret and I got a scorpion. That's, that's not that's solid. All right. Back solid. to you, Otis. Well, with my third and final pick. Again, for this one, I kind of went back and forth again. Between two different things. Actually, kind of three. Talk about it, baby. So, the first one I went with was a bearded dragon. So, that's your pick? No, that's not my pick. So, you're explaining all your picks to me before I make my last pick. Yeah, because I'm so confident in my real pick that it's still going to be better than yours. I still got a dog left. (laughs) That's fair. (laughs) So, I already know what your third pick is going to be. All right, go ahead. So, I was between a bearded dragon. Now, the downfall with the bearded dragon, I thought, was they don't get very big. And th- there's not a whole lot to them. You know, they're not, they ain't got big teeth thing. You know, there's not a whole lot to them. They're just kind of weird looking. Yep. On my list. They're scary looking. Yeah. They're kind of just, yeah. Their tails Their tails can whip. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, the, the, the next one that I was, <laughs> the next one that I was in between was a, was a spider. Tarantula. Well, with a tarantula, I don't think tarantulas are venomous. Or are they? Well, according to my buddy, Willie Mays Hayes, that I ride with to work, (laughs) he says tarantulas are venomous when they're small. Once they get to a certain size, they're not venomous anymore. Not sure if that's true. Yeah, because not not to get too, you know, nature show on you, but spiders and snakes both that are venomous— they're more dangerous when they're young because they don't know how to gauge how much venom they inject in whatever they bite. Okay. Okay. When they get older, they know how to dose it. Okay. But so, when they're young, they bite something and they inject all their venom into it. Kill them. That's why they're more deadly. So when they're maybe young. you might draft a baby tarantula. The, it, it's something to think about, but I still think I'm going to go with my first choice. And my the reason I'm not going to go with the tarantula too is because... I kind of just picked it because I'm scared as all hell of spiders. You're damn right. Spiders, I do not mess with. You know what I mean? So you're basically like Marv on Home Alone. Yeah. Yeah. Remember mm-hmm. that? Remember yeah. that tarantula? Yeah. Where he gets gets it put on his face and he starts screaming, that's me. <laughs> yeah. I don't mess with no spiders. You know, back when, speaking of Marv from Home Alone, you know when I was, it was probably like back in like 2000 and. 12 and I was balding and I tried to grow my fro out again like it was like 2004 again I looked exactly like that son of a gun more from Home Alone it was like parting like curly ass fro you would have been a great Marv for Halloween one year (laughs) I don't know why you didn't do that black trench coat yeah anyways go ahead sorry to interrupt no that's all I had 
Um, so those are, those were the. What are you taking? So those were the two that I was in between. Okay. And then you said since you already picked the boa constrictor, I can't pick a snake. Correct. Right. So between those two, since they can be venomous, I think I will go with the spider. Oh, oh okay. I kind of changed my mind mid thought there. I think I will go with the spider, a tarantula to be exact. Okay, a tarantula. Yep. Okay. And a because, baby tarantula. A baby tarantula because my thought process is they can kind of be small. So if they get on something, like what's a dog going to do to get a tarantula off its back? Nothing. I mean, you're right. Yeah, you're right. You're not going to be able to see it very much. You know, I, I'm, I'm going to go with a little stealth approach with a tra- baby tarantula. Okay. Hey, fun fact real quick about tarantulas. The male tarantulas can live to be about seven years old. That's a, that's a seven years is a good long life for a male tarantula. Female tarantula, 30. Shit. Wow. Really? I read that today. Is there a reason for that? I don't, I, I didn't read any more about it. I just thought that was interesting. Talk that about very interesting. Talk about a fact of the pod. There you go, Sipping Squad. Yeah. My last pick, you know, has come down, has come to down to a few different dogs. And I tell you what, I got a, Got a hell of a listener that I ride with to work, and we talk about this shit all the time. So we we're breaking this shit down, and uh, we came up with. You guys have already said two of them: mm-hmm. German Shepherd, Pitbull, Doberman Pinscher, good one, Rottweiler, real good one, or just because how big it is and the bite power. I don't know if you guys looked into this, but the bite power on this son of a gun is outrageous. The Mastiff. Okay. I don't know how mean he is, but his paws are so big, he could step on your baby tarantula and kill it like that. That's well, true. I was, That's... I was thinking boxer for that reason. I'm talking about this mastiff. These guys, these guys are close to what 170 pounds, probably full grown. So that's your official guess. No. Or that's your official pick. No. Okay. <laughs> No. <laughs> but we looked up like the bite power on these things. Okay. Well, hell, you got a damn brain trust down there. It's not even fair. And. DG, your pit bull is very high. Very high on the, the bite power rating. Thank you. German Shepherd is very high as well. Yeah. But the Mastiff, the bite power, takes it all. Just overall strength. Oh, yeah, just strength. He's big. The paws. Yeah. The paws on that son of a gun yeah. are massive. About probably bigger than my hand. Yeah. And the piles of shit he lays in your yard are even bigger. <laughs> but if you think about like a guard dog, then like the most vicious dogs that you can think of. I mean, you're thinking Pitbull, Doberman, Rottweiler, Golden, or German Shepherd. I, I think I'm just going to go with the Doberman. Okay. Doberman Pincher. Okay. The big old black dog with the brown belly. Just okay. meaner than hell with the spot. I want mine to have a spike necklace. If that makes any difference. A spike, a spike sure collar. Sure does. I mean, that, that, I tell you what. I bought, you know, one of the first boxers I ever had is... His name was Boozer. He was a white boxer. I mean, he was bigger than shit. And uh, I had him my senior year. I went and got him. I think it was... Actually, it might have been my junior year. I got him. I went and got him for Christmas. And uh, we surprised my dad with him. And my senior year, I went and bought a spike collar to put around his neck to get senior photos with. And my mom and dad wouldn't let me. And they said, no, no, that makes him look mean. He's not mean, Chloe. I said, you know what, you're right. We're not doing that. But you know what? The spike collar, it just sets them off, don't it? It, it does. It's just like an accessory just to make them look mean. Oh, yeah. 
Yeah. Like, you don't mess with something. No. Yeah. Yeah, but he was, and that was total opposite. He'd, all he would do is lick you and piss on you. <laughs> Fair enough. You'd come in the house, and he would just try to, he would just lick you and piss all over you because he was so happy. I mean, he was the happiest dog ever. But anyway, so let's talk about our results, guys. I'm going to start us off here. I've got a boa constrictor snake. Okay. And let's talk about the features of them. My boa constrictor. Now, my, how big is that when it's in a pet store? I mean, I don't, I mean, it just depends what pet store you go into. You can buy big ones or you can buy babies. Okay. I mean, you really can. All right. I mean, you see these people that buy them out of pet stores. I mean, they got tanks on them. They're huge. Okay. They're huge. All right. They're pretty thick, man. I'm taking a big one. Okay. That's a good and choice. And the thing is, they can wrap around you and suffocate you like that. But you, you guys, a lot of, a lot of times, they, that's what they think. I mean, they wrap around you and they suffocate you, then they eat you. Mm-hmm. Have you ever seen one of them bite something? I mean, they snap, dude. They snap and then wrap. Oh my god, they it's snap them. They grab them with their mouth and then they're yep done, all suffocated. Over. Then they eat you whole. Crocodiles. So that's kind of why I was hoping you guys would go dogs first because that was my strategy. I said I need that boa constrictor because I feel like it might be the fiercest thing in the freaking map of our pet store yep so i'm taking a boa constrictor i mean it's just mean and i hate snakes i don't know why i picked it but i mean it's fierce but the pissed off cat like i said it can jump high it can climb it's got the claws it can i mean it's nimble it's nimble yeah i mean like you said otis you got your spider that's climbing on a dog's back what makes you think my cat can't jump and just claw him and just bite into his oh my my spider's very vulnerable okay to a lot of things he's very vulnerable but also if he gets in the right spot he can be deadly. And, uh, you're right. And I also don't have to explain a Doberman Pinscher. We yeah. all know what that is. Just a mean dog. It can be. Uh, they're also friendly. These mm-hmm. dogs aren't mean. Pit bulls aren't mean. These dogs are not mean if you train them the right way. Mm-hmm. Let's just say that. When mm-hmm. threatened, though. And you mess with their owner. Look out. Look out. Look especially, out. Especially a German Shepherd. They're very, very protective. Oh, yeah. I mean, German Shepherd's one of the main dogs used in the police force, the right. SWAT, the army, you know. Marines. I mean, that's their dog. They're known for oh, their. Yeah. I think they're known for their loyalty, exactly, and for their scent receptors, right? Yep. And training ability. Yep. yep. Go ahead, Otis, with your picks. So with my picks, uh, like we just talked about the uh, the German Shepherd, there's a reason that it's a one of the main choices for a police dog and everything like that. If I say sick him, oh boy, oh, he's going to sick him. Look out! Oh, I know. Look out! The next one, I I took to the skies. So I got I got the quick ground attack with the German Shepherd, and I took to the skies with the parrot. Yep, that's a solid strategy, by the way. Have that aerial attack. Yeah, that aerial threat. It is. It is. It's tough. So got the talons with the parrot coming down, getting eye sockets, getting legs. I know what you're saying. Going all at it, and then with the tarantula, the tarantula could go either way because. If something, anything, gets a hold of the tarantula, it's over. Or, uh, you know, a dog steps on it. It's That's done. Like I said, yeah. I wanted the Mastiff to step on his tarantula, but I didn't pick it. That's why I brought the Mastiff up, because his paws are going to squash that tarantula. Yeah, dog steps on it, anything. I mean, ferret can come up and just bite it real quick and eat it. Yeah. So, it could go either way. But if my tarantula gets in the right spot. He's got to be sneaky. He's got to be he's sneaky. He's got to be a ninja. He's got to kind of lay, lay in the weeds for a second. Yep. Let the German Shepherd and the parrot kind of... Take over and, and, now there, snap. and and then get in there, get up one of the dog's legs, and it's all paralyzing. Over. Yep, he's Poison. over. He's out. Of, he's out of the game. 
Okay, I like that. So that that was my that was my three. Okay, DT, what about you? My first pick was a uh, a pit bull, which I stand by. That's a to me. That's I, I if I had it to do over, I wouldn't pick a different breed. I would still go with the pit bull. You know what, DG? I agree with that. And I mean, I don't like talking about this on our podcast because I absolutely hate this. But I mean, there's a lot of people out there who fight dogs. You know, Mike Vick and all that bullshit. But I mean, pit bulls their main choice. They're the meanest dogs on the planet Earth. But we don't like them to be mean. I mean, we love dogs. We love animals. But I mean, that's a great pick. Yep. My second pick was a ferret, and I stand by that choice too because I'll be honest with you: of all the animals in this draft, I think the ferret's the quickest. I'm trying to think. I think you're right. The quickest. You think a ferret could outrun like a German Shepherd though in a full out sprint or a Doberman Pinscher? A run? Yeah. No. But on its feet. But quickness. Quickness. Okay. I'm talking not speed. Quickness. I'm talking. Zigzagging, zigzagging. Point A and point B is is ten feet away. The ferret's gonna get there quicker. And you're talking like even zigzags. I'm talking. I'm I'm talking close quarters. The ferret's quickness is superior to any other animal in this draft. Now, what it does with that quickness is yet to be seen. You know, we'll find out. Mm -hmm. We'll find out. I like that. Um, and what it can do with that quickness, you know, whether it can actually sink those teeth into something, I don't know. But it's the quickness is why I chose it. If that ferret gets pinned down, like under one of the dog's paws or something, it's gonna squirm out of there. And you're gonna you're gonna be hard pressed to control a ferret. I tell you, Rolski, your boa constrictor, you probably ain't never gonna get a hold of a ferret. I'm just saying. He's gonna sit back. It, it's it's got to get a it's got to get a real good clamp. Those jaws got to get a it's real. It's got to bite down pretty. good. It's got to yep. get a real good clamp on a ferret. <laughs> yep, I agree. Uh, that's, that's just my that's just boy. Uh, this know. thing eats rats and rabbits for a living. He sits back and he waits for it to walk by. <laughs> Damn, done, done. And then my last pick was a scorpion. Now the scorpion, I think, in a lot of ways, is like Otis's tarantula. Mm-hmm. A scorpion's not very big. You know, maybe the size of a hand. The big ones are about the size of a hand. I'd mm-hmm. say the yeah. the average size is about the size of a palm. But, you know, a dog steps on a scorpion, that's done deal. Yep. Even if the scorpion gets that stinger in. Don't it, matter. It doesn't matter. Bee sting. Yep. Bee sting, whatever. Go on with life. That's not going to affect a, a full-grown dog. So, I'm not real confident in my, in my squad, but it is what it is. <laughs> I, I got a lot riding on the, the pit bull. I hope the pit bull yeah. carries them. Yeah. Yeah, because that's my only hope. You know what? I feel I feel pretty good about my three. I really do. The Doberman, the boa constrictor, and the pissed off cat. I mean, I feel like it's a good three. I feel like that's a good three. What about I you? Feel, I, feel I mean, good. how do you feel? I, I feel. I give feel, us your. Give me your thoughts. I think I think it could go one of two ways because you got to think the crowd is the sip and serve, is the the sip and squad. So either they're they're gonna see my tarantula as. Stepped on, done. Okay. Dead. So let's just think about this. If you're if your tarantula gets stepped on, dead, and your your uh, German Shepherd's out there alone, and say he say he gets taken down, and you got a bird flying over, our animals are just sitting down there waiting for him to come and land, and they're gonna take him out. That's the problem about the bird. If he's the last one standing, he's done. True, could be true. Could be. I mean, yeah, could be an argument there because he could come down, gouge out an eyeball. 
then your then your animal's done. My cat's on his ass. I tell you, I don't think your I don't think your snake your cat might be able to move quick enough, but I don't think your snake can move quick enough. That if the bird the bird kind of swoops in quietly, if my snake is curled up looking up at this bird, you're not coming out and gouging out his eyeballs. Yeah, you're he, right. You're he's, right. He's snatching him. I I as much he as he does I, it for a living. As much as I like the bird pick for the aerial attack, like I was saying, I don't. The bird's not deadly. Mm-mm. It's not going to kill anything, but I think your bird is going to cause a distraction. It's going to cause a ruckus. It's going to cause yep. a distraction to the yep. point where it may be effective. I've I've got to have a, a number two man. I've got to have a Michael Jordan. You got to have birds a, like my Scottie Pippen. Yes, yeah, That's he's gonna to he's gonna it. be up there causing my ruckus, yeah, being right. my distraction. I got to have my German Shepherd come in there for the for the kill. You're right. You're right. Well, but guys, like did we you guys said, enjoy that? That was fun. We did, but like we said before, like you said, Rolski, animal cruelty, all that good stuff. This is just for fun. It's just for fun. Just for fun. We don't condone that on this podcast. Nope, not at all. Not Pure, at all. Purely theoretical. Exactly. But before we move on to our next segment, let's give our uh, sponsor a quick shout out, guys. The Old Canal Smokehouse. They're known for their most unique craft beer selection, rare bourbons to go along with their amazing food. Hey, DG. It's Christmas time. If you guys need these guys to, you know, cater your Christmas dinner for you and your family, go pick it up. You can go in, dine in, to order takeout, or have them cater your Christmas event. Or visit them in their newly renovated space at 94 East Water Street in downtown Chillicothe. I think you guys are going to have some fun with this next one. Top five one-liners from movies. DG, you want to explain the rules on this one? Yeah, so basically we um, we looked at our, our, well, they don't have necessarily have to be your favorite movies, but your favorite, you know, one to two sentence liners from movies that you've seen and... Um, you know, whatever they are. And they, they could be your favorites because of the entertainment value. They could be your favorites because of, you know, it was at a key point in the movies. You know, it's kind of whatever. Or it's even personal preference. Yeah, exactly. I was going to say that. Or even a personal preference. If that movie means something to you and what they said in that movie, like, comes to you, like, that's how you live your life. I mean, yeah. I mean, that's a good way to put it, DG. So, um, Corey with K. You haven't spoken on the pod yet. How about you lead us off with you? You want you guys want to do a six man? Do we all have a six man here? I got a six man. Yep, I got six. DG, you got one. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you know, I kind of called DG out there because he told us uh, earlier that he didn't have a six man, so I just kind of wanted to call him out. <laughs> but anyway, Corey with the K, lead us off with your six man, brother. All right, I'm gonna do an old classic, Forrest Gump. My mom always said life is like a box of chocolates. You never know what you're gonna get. I hate hey, you. That's a classic. That is a classic one-liner. And I mean, everybody out there in the sipping squad, I'm sure you've all heard it. That's and a solid one. It sounds like Otis had it on his list. I had it on my short short list. list. Okay, so you know, we 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 when we started this podcast, we kind of did like top fives. If you had the same one, we went ahead and did it. But nowadays, we kind of said, bring some extras. So if someone says yours, got some extras. You know, get, yep. you know, say something else. Yep. So we're not all saying the same thing. So, DG, you got a six man down there? 
Yeah, I got a six, man. It's uh, it's from the movie Happy Gilmore. I don't know if you guys have seen that movie. Classic. It's Adam Sandler. Uh, mid-90s. I want to say 95, 96. 96, maybe. 97. Uh, but it's how the nursing, the nursing home orderly. <laughs> Good news. We're extending arts and crafts time by four hours today. <laughs> What's that? Your fingers hurt? Well, now your back's going to hurt because you just pulled landscaping duty. <laughs> <laughs> you know, Happy Gilbar was, I think it was in my top five sports movies of all time. Classic. I mean, that's a good one, DG. Yeah, I mean, you had me laughing right there, and that wasn't fake either. That's a good one. Yeah, six man. Otis, what about you? So me, me, and DG, we we're we're the movie buffs. We go back and forth, man. Like we we will text one another from time to time, randomly, just randomly. Yeah, out of out of the blue, and just nothing but a nothing but a quote from a movie, like just a, like we're doing now, one liner, like a one liner, and. Otis will send me one. I'll send Otis one, and we just got to guess what movie it's from. And we do. We've been do. We've been playing this for like three years. Ever since ever since I was in high school. Oh, so longer than that. Uh, yeah, it's been it's been a long time. Yeah, yeah. But for my six man, who that who this is a tough one. So I when I thought about this Rolski, I kind of went with. Popularity. That's fine. I kind of mixed in a good my favorites with popularity. And for my sixth man, I'm gonna go. You can't handle the truth. A few good men. Hey. You want to hear something that might piss you off a little bit? You've never seen the movie. Never seen it. <laughs> I mean, but it, you need to watch it. It's I've movie. heard the saying before. And that's what I was times. going with. Yeah. Even if you've never heard them or seen the movie. You've heard that quote before. You can't handle the truth. You can't handle PG, the truth. You got anything on that? Have you seen the movie? I have not seen the movie, actually. Oh, really? So that one just kind of flopped. Yep. That's a big old flop. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So my sixth man, um, you know, I grew up, I grew up, you know, watching the Fast and Furious series. You know, Vin Diesel, Paul Walker. This was like, the main line in one of the first movies, but it got switched up. The movie that Paul Walker passed away and they had to, you know, change up the filming. And I think his brother subbed in a little bit there. Computerized it a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. So at the end of the movie of fast and furious seven, Dominique Toretto said, I used to say I lived my life a quarter mile at a time. And I think that's why we were brothers. Because you did too. Classic. That was a great way to send him off. Classic. So you're so this wasn't a comedic value. No, 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 this, no. Was, this was a sentimental exactly. value. This was a memorial it's, value. It's a memorial, dude. Because I think it was in Fast and Furious One when he pulled off the cover of the big old uh, charger that had the motor sticking out of the front, yep, and they ra- they raced across the the Old tracks one. in the Supra. Yep. And he said, you know. I live my life a quarter mile at a time. That's mm-hmm. what he told him in movie one. Yep. Movie one, he told him that. Mm-hmm. And then the, you know, Paul Walker passed away, ripped RIP. You know, he wrecked, he uh, wrecked his car and he passed away. And, you know, sending him off in Fast and Furious 7, he said, you know, I used to say I live my life a quarter mile at a time. 
Mm-hmm. And I think that's why we were brothers because you did too. Classic. <clears throat> that just hit. That just Freaking hit. Classic, that, that just dude. hit. That just dude. hits. Tears were pouring down my eyes. I'm with you. When I when I freaking seen that scene, and they drove off, and at the end of the movie, if you've never seen it, they went their separate ways yep. around the mountain. Yep. Man, it was wild. But anyway, that's my sixth man. I, I love Fast and Furious. Kind of going to that, kind of off topic a little bit, but you, I don't think people realized how good of an actor and how many good movies Paul Walker was in. Until that happened, he was underplayed. He was extremely underrated. Yes, he yes. will. He's definitely one of my all-time favorites. Not just because he's he was in away. my top five actors. He was. He's. He's, he's awesome. a good one. He's a good one. Especially if you're a fan of Fast and Furious. Oh, for sure. Go ahead, Corey K. Number five. All right, my number five. I'm going to go with a movie called Dodgeball. Absolutely. A guy named Patches O'Hulian <laughs> once quote once said. If you can dodge a wrench, you can dodge a ball. That's a good one. <laughs> Classic. Classic one. comedy line. Solid. I'm glad you brought that up because I didn't even think of it. Yeah. But that's a good one. DG, what about you? Pause. And we're back. You know what? DG didn't come prepared tonight. He didn't have a six man. I had five. <laughs> I used my number five for my six man. So I had to come up with one on the fly. Okay, so you were prepared, but you know, top fives we usually have a six man. Halfway yeah. prepared. Yeah. Well, it is what it is. Yeah, you know what? I'm not dogging you. Yeah. You kind of snapped at me there, dude. I'm sorry. I, um, so my five, which is actually my, my six man, I kind of did them in reverse order because I was shorthanded. I didn't have a six man at the time, but you're not mad at me, are you? No. Okay. I, uh, it, it's, it's going to come from the movie Billy Madison. And, um, Otis is making a face like he, he may have had one from Billy Madison. <laughs> And I, I, I'm gonna. I, I confess, this is not a one, a true one-liner. But I'm gonna bend the rules a little bit because I'm the co-host of this podcast and you can do whatever shit, you want. Okay, you can do anything you want unless I say so. because oh. I'm the host. Oh. Mr. Madison, <laughs> what you've just said is one of the most insanely idiotic things I have ever heard. At no point in your rambling, incoherent response were you even close to anything that can be considered a rational thought. Everyone in this room is now dumber. For having listened to it, I award you no points, and may God have mercy on your soul. You know, as the host, you know, and you know the rule setter, kind of. I mean, not really, but whatever. Um, I'll let you have that one because you didn't have one. You, you were, you know, you came in, and I said we're going to do a six man. You're like, holy shit, I don't have one. You know, I, you know, I'll let I, you have that one. DJ. Well, I don't really care what what you're going to let me have. Because <laughs> I don't care. Okay, that's that's my number five. Otis, on to you. And I, I'm just a guest, so I don't have a say in anything. But I, to make that saying happen, you have to have that whole thing. Yeah, yeah, you're because right. Because that you can't you can't just take one. No, you can't take one. Out of context, you have to have the whole DG, thing. I was sitting down here. I'm like, God dang, that's classic. Like that's a classic saying. That's one of the best parts of that whole movie. Yeah, I'm glad you brought that up. You know what? That was great. Go ahead, go ahead, Otis. So for my five man, my center. Standing tall in the middle. Oh, I think you're going to say tall to tall. <laughs> no, you can't take I that line. <laughs> I wasn't going to take that line. I wasn't going to take that line. But this is strictly because I know DG over here has got it on his short list. Holy shit, he's doing it. I'm taking it early. There's no crying in baseball. <laughs> I knew he did. That's, <laughs> that is the one of the most iconic one-liners. Yep. 
of any movie ever. I ha- If I did not come away tonight with that one-liner, I would have been one mad dude. Yeah. I'm going to tell you what. Monk Roll is going to appreciate it. Because when he's listening to this, he's going to be like, thank God somebody said it. Shout out, No Monk. one did. Shout out, Monk. Because Monk Roll is Jimmy Dugan. They are one in the really? same. They are yeah. one in the same. Yeah. I've thought that for years. I've said that before on the show, and I'll say it again. Okay. I can see it. <laughs> <laughs> just just different sports. Okay. Different coaching so, sports. This, the way we're going here, I'm going to go ahead. This is, this is five, right? Five? Yeah. Yep. I feel like this is one of the most iconic Iconic one-liners ever in action movies. Okay. And we kind of brought it up on the last podcast. John McClane. Die Hard. Die Hard. Every time at the end of the movie before he took out the boss. Yippee-ki-yay, motherfucker. (laughs) That's a good one. That's a good one. I mean... I mean, sorry for the language, but that's just it. I mean, that's, that's good, iconic. I mean, that's iconic. Yeah. That's iconic. John McClane, Bruce Willis, all of the movies. I mean, they drug them out, and even the newer ones were entertaining. Oh, for I sure. I don't care what anybody says. You could say the newer ones weren't as good as the old ones, but they were entertaining. My personal favorite of the Die Hard movies was Die Hard with a Vengeance. That's the newest one, isn't it? Wrong. That's the third one. It's whenever the the guys tried to steal the gold from New York, right? From New York City. Was it New York City? And they took it out on the ship, and then they held uh, him and... uh, What's the guy's name, DG? Help me out. To be honest with you, man, I've never seen any of the diehards. Not a single one. How how many are there? (sighs) My gosh. Dude, there's Die Hard 1, there's Die Hard 2, and then they got Die Hard with a Vengeance, and then they go on to the new ones. There's there's, a... Live free or die hard. Live free or die hard is my favorite. That's the one I've that's the one I'm talking about where Talking I, about what? I don't think You're so full of shit, dude. Don't, I don't think that they have said your yip, one liner in Yeah, I don't think that they'd say Yippie Kaye and Live Free or Die Hard. Well, I'm just gonna sit here to tell you that I've seen every movie. In Live Free or Die Hard. More than once. Okay. And he's never not said Yippee-ki-yay, motherfucker. He said it in every movie. Every movie ever made of die, that has Die Hard in front of it and Bruce Willis is in it. Now, I don't know if you're watching some freaking knockoff from Amazon Prime. Ooh. I'm not sure. <laughs> but I've seen them all. And I've got them on DVD if you want to borrow them. And you can fast forward to the end because he always says it at the end. You, you, might, you might have been watching yeah. Live Free or Die Easy or some <laughs> shit. Yeah. So... <laughs> DG, you're not getting off that easy. Oh. The actor I was talking about was Samuel L. Jackson. Oh. And Die Hard with a Vengeance. They took him hostage on a big old cargo ship. You know, whatever. You never I seen can't. It. That's that's surprising. I can't see Samuel L. Jackson being anybody's hostage. You're right. And neither, I mean, Bruce Willis either. I mean, then Samuel L. Jackson was a taxi driver in that movie. And they became one by accident. And they were badass in that movie. Best Die Hard ever made. Monk Roll, he's sitting at home like, yeah, yeah, you guys are idiots if you've never seen them. <laughs> we watched them. I was a kid, and I watched them, and, and it was absolutely great. So, anyway, Die Hard, you know, Bruce Willis. Great Christmas movie, by the way. The first one. Ooh. The first one. Ooh. We'll get into that later. Oh. 
Oh, okay. wink, wink. <laughs> Next week. Corey with a K, what's your number four? <laughs> All right, I got from the Sandlot. You're killing me, Smalls. Uh, God dang it. That <laughs> pissed him off. God dang it. Way to go, Corey with a K. <laughs> pissed figured him I, off. Figured I better grab that one. Clean off. I can't. I, I, that's an iconic line. Clean off. Ooh, there's a I, bunch of them from Sandlot. There though. is. There is. I really can't argue with that, Corey with a K. I mean, it's iconic. I didn't have it on my list, but, I mean, it's a great one. DG. <sighs> So my my um is this four? Four. Yeah, correct. this is my number four. This is this is probably a movie that's not real widely known. Another Adam Sandler flick. Uh, but just one of my personal favorites. Every time, it doesn't matter how many times I watch this movie, every time I see this part, I can't help but just crack up. I mean, it's just it's one of those. But anyway, it's crazy eyes. I watch the stock. I, I watch the stock market channel all the time. I only watch because I suspect that anchor man of being an evil leprechaun. He can bullshit everybody else, but he ain't fooling me. <laughs> mm, peanut butter and gumballs. Nice combo. <laughs> <laughs> On the pizza, of yours. Oh goodness, that's a good one. They're sitting there watching the news, and um, Deeds is hanging out with Johnny McEnroe, and they're throwing eggs at cars. And he's like, oh, check it out. Deeds is hanging with McEnroe. And Crazy Eyes is like, I love the Beach Boys. <laughs> anyway, on to you, Otis. That's a good one. So, since Walters graciously took mine, my next pick, I'll go with the next one. And I'm going to go with Run, Forrest, run. Classic. Classic. I mean, it's right up there with the box of chocolates. It is. It is. Give me a person that's never said that, repeated that line at some point in their lives. When somebody that they're hanging out with or whatever starts running or whatever they're doing, yep. they say that line. Yep. It's, it's, no, I'm right there with you. Yep. So I'm on four, right? Yeah. <sighs> Man, I've got so many here that I want to say. I really don't have them in order, boys. I mean, I've got a lot to pick from here, and I'm struggling. But I feel like I feel like this one's a classic, and it's from one of the f- the funnier comedy movies. Movies, sorry, Did I say moodies. Movies when we were growing up. Step Brothers, <laughs> and uh, Brendan Huff says this in one of the opening scenes. He says, uh, "Robert, better not get in my face." Cause I'll drop that motherfucker. <laughs> Dude, I'm telling you, that movie kicked off when that scene happened. Hell's a good, yeah. It, yeah. it kicked off. You knew what you were getting into when you it's, heard that. Yep. When he said that, we said, oh boy, buckle your seatbelts. Here we go. This is going to be great. So that's my number four. Yep. Brennan Huff in the backseat of his mom's car. He was, his mom was driving. He was in the backseat with his seatbelt buckle. <laughs> why why wasn't he in in the in like the driver's side passenger seat you know because I mean? he's a 40 year old kid exactly didn't want to get hit by the airbag i guess <laughs> <laughs> yeah man i mean that's a classic Corey with the k <laughs> number three i'm gonna go with the from the movie dumb and dumber Ooh. so you're telling me there's a chance <laughs> <laughs> All right, so I mean, I'm going to tell you the truth. It's one of my favorite comedy movies ever, but I didn't have any 
And I'm kind of pissed really? off at myself. Yeah, I really didn't have it. Because we had that whole podcast. That's, yeah. that's the yeah, same, that's yeah. I didn't, I didn't have any either for that reason. Yeah. Yep. But anyway, Corey's K. I mean, no. I'm not dogging you at all. That is worth worthy of the top five. Yeah, fantastic. So I think we're down to number three now, correct? Yep. My number three also comes from the movie Step Brothers. Oh, boy. Brendan says, maybe someday... We could become friends, friends who ride majestic translucent steeds shooting flaming arrows across the bridge of Hemdale. I love that nerdy shit, man. man just, it, it's, it's so good. Dude. I know. I got another one here, like I said earlier, that it's probably not. I said it could be number one, but since we already got two, I'm probably not going to put it in. And I'll tell you after, and it's it's awesome. Up to me. So my number three, and we've kind of been on a comedy roll here for a couple minutes, but I'm okay. going to break that. I'm gonna break bre- that. I'm going to break it real quick. Say hello to my little friend. You son of a... That was my next one. Scarface? Scarface. <sighs> Tony Montana. I'm telling you. That's, talk, about ahead, I, talk about iconic, man. I mean, that's... That's as iconic as it gets. The gangster movies, if you're into that kind of shit... That is the most iconic saying out of all the gangster movies. And even that, like, you can call it an action movie. You can call it what you want. It's a little bit of a couple things. Exactly. Yeah. It covers a lot of genres. Historical. Everything. I mean, yeah. I mean, that was going to be my next one, and you just stole it, but whatever. So I'm going to take this to my number three. And this is just as classic. It's comedy, I guess. Call it what you want. Okay. But uh, Wooderson. All right, all right, all right. Okay, all right. That's all you got. That's all you had to say. That's all you got to say. Yep. All right, all right, all right. (laughs) Which that that one line may have single handedly launched Matthew McConaughey's acting career. It did. It did. Who eventually, you know, won Oscars. Oh yeah. Just. And still, have you? He's, know, he's a best-selling author. I now. think in some way he's still an underrated actor, though. When you talk about like you're the best actors out there, not a lot of people say Matthew McConaughey. Okay, he was so on here, my he was on my top five. Was he? Yeah. So if actors. you if the Sipping Squad out there, there's an interview out there. It's on KFC Radio, sponsored by Barstool Sports. And he's on there, and he tells a story after Days and Confused when he first came in. Like you said, that's what set him off. And like um, movie producers were like trying to one off him, like offer him like small amounts of money after that. And he took a few of them, and he hated it. He hated the the roles that he was in. And after that, he finally said, "You know what? Hell with this. I'll go broke because I'm not. I want to do what I want to do." You guys are putting me in roles that I don't feel comfortable doing. And a lot of actors, they'll take any role they can get. And McConaughey said, hell with it. He said he had like 10 or 15 movies that he denied. And he took like two years off. I mean, I ain't seen that. I've seen where he, he's you, big and he's big into he's big with Barstool. I know. He does a lot with Barstool. And he had this interview with these guys. And he to told the it. whole story. If you guys are interested in Matthew McConaughey's career, I mean, it, this, I, you know, 
usually sometimes I skip over some interviews because there's a lot of people I I mean, I'm not interested in, but I listen to this one because I love McConaughey. And it was very interesting how his career took off after Days Confused. So I'm glad you brought that up, DG. He's one of the good ones out there. Before, oh, yeah. Before we move ones. on, man, before we move on, I got to I gotta mention this because I, I I have a feeling nobody, except maybe Corey with a K because he's a big TV guy, has seen this, but this is the best Matthew McConaughey performance in anything I've ever watched. Yep. Okay? HBO. If you don't have HBO, you probably don't have access to it. True Detective Season 1. Rolski? Never seen it. You got to find a way to watch that, man. You have got to find a way to watch True Detective Season 1 because it's him and Woody Harrelson, and it's it's the best season of television, any show, any era ever that I've ever watched. He, Matthew McConaughey, makes that, makes that season, and it is phenomenal. Is, he it, was, a, is it a comedy? No, no, no. It's okay. a drama. Yeah, drama. it's a, it's a yeah. cop drama. Okay. okay, and and Matthew McConaughey was an executive producer on that sh- on that show, so he helped create it, and then he starred in it as well. Fantastic, fantastic. Some of the best television, some of the best anything you'll ever watch. I love drama television. You got to You got to check it out, man. So. Where did it come from? HBO, you said? HBO, yep. HBO. You have okay. to get like HBO Max or something. No free ads, but HBO Max. Okay, all right. So, Corey's K, is this your two? Two, yep. Okay. This is from Talladega Nights. Ooh. And I'm going with, if you're not first, you're last. That's, that's classic. Simple, <laughs> succinct, yep. but profound. It, it stands out. Like You didn't even have to say Talladega Nights. Oh, yeah. And if you just would have said the quote... Everybody knows. Everybody knows where that's from. I mean, you could even put that into your life, like as you know, it's a life motto. Exactly, it's a life motto. It's a motto. Yeah, it pushes you forward. It's a philosophy. Man, I love your big words on this podcast. Yes. (laughs) What was that? What was that last one? I just said the word philosophy. What was your one earlier? Philosoph- philo- philosophizing. Yeah. (laughs) You philosophizing. I love like that. I freaking love it. Yeah. What's your number two? My number two is from the movie The Hangover. Man. Doug, I didn't even think of that movie. Doug says, you got to be super smart to count cards, buddy. <laughs> Alan says, oh, yeah? Well, we should tell that to Rain Man because he practically bankrupted a casino when he was a retard. It's <laughs> 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 uh, The Hangover, man. That dude, let's talk about the hangover for a minute. Let's just talk about it, guys. A lot, in my opinion, what a lot of people say Dumb and Dumber is the best comedy of all time. In my opinion, it is. It's my favorite, at least. Yeah, mine too. But the hangover, man, has got some. When you sat down, let's just say you didn't see it in theaters. You didn't see it in theaters. You sat down and you watched the hangover for the first time. And after it turned off, you're like, holy shit, that was great. <laughs> I mean, there's no one out there who watched the the Hangover for the first time and said, eh, didn't like it. Yeah, bullshit. What do you think, DG? Uh, I saw the Hangover in theaters twice. Okay, really? You went back? Wow. I went back a second time, and the reason why, you know, Uncle Buck's older sister. Oh yeah. 
Oh, yeah. And you know that cackle. Yeah. <laughs> she wanted to go? The second time, I went with Uncle Buck, his sister, and his sister's husband. Yeah. And that cackle echoed through the theaters every time a funny part happened, which is essentially the entire movie. Yeah. But that cackle, man, made the made it the made movie it even funnier. A hundred times funnier. It made it better than the first time you see it. Absolutely, that's probably the most enjoyable movie I've ever seen in theaters because of that. If if you had to rank them, DG, you go in The Hangover or Dumb and Dumber. Oh man, see the the Dumb and Dumber was a little before my time. It's two different comedies, man. Yeah, two different eras. Yeah, and two different kind of kind of styles. Com- yes. Yeah. Okay. Because so you're, not, you're not really gonna rank them. To me, you can't dumb, really rank them. To me, Dumb and Dumber is is like kind of slapstick comedy. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Dumb and Dumber or The Hangover is more like I don't know, more contemporary, real life. Yeah, it's more real life comedy. I, I feel like with The Hangover, like even from the first time you see it, you know the funny parts. The funny parts are obvious. But with like Dumb and Dumber, you gotta listen. You watch it to this day. You watch it the hundredth time. You'll find another, and you're still gonna find another funny part Absolutely. that you didn't see the first. Absolutely. You didn't see the last yep. time. Yeah, that's a great way to explain it. Like so. you, like you, Rolski. We were talking about this on the Dumb and Dumber episode, and you were just like, "Hey, I never noticed that when he was like trying to get into that um, that like newspaper machine." You never noticed it was like what the Rhode Island slut or something like that. <laughs> yeah, dude, it was like you a poor, it was like a poor paper. You, you, <laughs> never, you never noticed. That. Never noticed yep. it until yeah. I watched it that time. Some, yep. Yeah, so dude, it's, there's just so many different things. He walked by and then he came back. He's like, "Oh, gotta have that." <laughs> <laughs> Would you mind watching my stuff <laughs> while I go break a dollar? <laughs> Oh, we, could, we could go on and on. Oh, I mean, one, you can Ooh. quote. I, I can quote that entire movie. I know you can too, DG. <laughs> I believe you could. Okay, number two, right? So we're on number two, correct? Whew. This is tough. We we've went through a lot of them. A lot of mine have been taken so far. So I'm down to the nitty gritty here. Okay. I'm gonna go with. I'll be back. Terminator. Again, iconic. Yeah. Yeah. Again, how many times have you heard somebody leave a room or something like that and say that quote? Yeah. That's that's why I went with it. Tons. You guys are going to be pissed. I've never seen any Terminators. Okay. Yep. Okay. (laughs) Kind of pissed. (laughs) But... I do know the saying. Yep. So that's still, what you're saying. You so that's what you're saying. Any listeners who have not heard the, or have not seen the movie have still heard I'll that line. I'll be back. Yeah. Yep. 100%. That's why I said it. <laughs> Sorry that I pissed you off. That's okay. Okay. So I've said this before on the podcast, but gosh dang it, I'm going to say it again. Charlie Tweeter, Varsity Blues. Jonathan Moxon, you're under arrest for not being naked with some sophomore chick who wants to bathe you with her tongue. Now take off your goddamn clothes and get in the car. (laughs) So, needless to say, that's probably your favorite line from Varsity Blues. It most definitely is. When Teeter's driving that sheriff car (laughs) and he stole it and... He walks. I think is is it the same scene where he walks out and he's got the cowboy hat over his privates and he's naked. I mean, is that the same scene? It, it Otis, can you help me out here? It it, it is the same scene. Okay, yeah. so that's why I yep. thought it was. 
And then, and then he tries to talk to me. He's like, you know, we got handcuffs and stuff, cool shit to play with. So go ahead and get in the car. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's kind of after it, but whatever. Charlie Tweeter. I mean, he goes, he goes. Oh, we got handcuffs and cool shit to play with. So take off clothes and get in the car. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, Charlie Tweeter. I mean, uh, when he tells Jonathan Moxis, Moxon that he's under arrest, get naked and get in the car. That's my favorite part. He goes, we're all naked in there. We got handcuffs and cool shit to play with. So take off clothes and get in the car. (laughs) (laughs) Now, now let's just break this down, boys. Could you imagine? I mean, the way this movie was made, if someone did that now, they'd go to prison almost for, you know, they'd they'd have like a 40-year sentence for stealing a car, partying in it. I mean, times are different. You couldn't make a movie like that now. Absolutely not. You could not make a movie like that now. Absolutely not. Charlie Charlie Tweeter will go down in the history books of one of the greatest high schoolers of all time. High schoolers slash characters in a movie of all time. Um, absolutely agree. By absolutely agree. Far one of them, oh, yep. That's 100%. another. That's another movie where we could we could have quote on top of quote on top of quote and yep. be fine with it. Billy Bob in that movie. Pink Jonathan Moxley. Jonathan Moxon, you are under arrest for not being naked with some sophomore chicks who wants to bang you with their tongue. Bathe. <laughs> bang. I thought it was bathe. I thought it was bathe. Is it? I, I think you were wrong way. there. Hey, either it's way. okay. Either it's way. all right. Both of them work. Oh, I guess they do. Go ahead, Corey's K, number one. <laughs> number one from previously stated The Hangover. Mine's from Alan. Uh, it's not a man purse. It's called a satchel. Indiana Jones wears one. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's number one, correct? Yep. Like we like like we said earlier. I mean, <laughs> hey, can can we? Is it fair to say that The Hangover was is one of the best comedies of our time by far? Yes, of our time, top like three. You, like you said, we were younger when Dumb and Dumber came out. We were we were young. What was it like? Ninety seven, early to mid nineties. Yeah. So. Might have even been 95. I'm not sure. I want to say it was, it was mid- like 92, 93, yeah. man. Mid-90s. Was it that early? Mid-90s. Oh, man. 92, 93. Okay, but still, now that we're talking about it in 2020. That's wild. That's how good of a movie it is. But yes, Hangover. That and Step Brothers, DG, I think are the two greatest. Little, Wedding Crashers is up there as well. DG, a little work from Google, 1994. 94. Okay. 94. Okay. Man. Wedding Crashers. I tried so oh. hard. I tried so hard to get one of one of those quotes into my top five. Yeah, and they're all they're all right there. Yeah, uh, they're all right there. There's so many that are just right there, you know. But I, I just couldn't do it. I think we're there, DG. Like you said, man. Hangover, Step Brothers, Wedding Crashers. Those three are the best comedies of our time, I believe. Yeah. Vince Vince Vaughn, man. He was. It, he's my favorite. Vince Vaughn. I said it on the last Will podcast. Will Ferrell. I, I mean, Vince Vaughn and Will Ferrell. Man, that you you can't go wrong with either one of those guys. Uh, fun fact: I've never. Will Ferrell's funny, but he's never been like that over the top. He's funny. never been the over the top funny that I've found like Vince Vaughn, Jim Carrey, Adam Sandler. That that's my kind okay. of comedy. All right, that's fair. But my number one comes from the movie Anchorman. Brian Brian Fantana. Time to musk up. Sex Panther by Odeon. It's made of 
It's made with bits of real panther, so you know it's good. (laughs) (laughs) They've done studies, you know. 60% of the time, it works every time. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, it's a good one. Anchorman's a classic, and Will Ferrell's, you know, collage of movies. I mean, I, I can't argue with that, DG, not whatsoever. Nope. It's a great... It's a great comedy movie. That, and it could be because I, you know, I got a math background, but that 60% of the time it works every time. Man, I slipped that into so many daily conversations and people don't even notice. They don't even notice. And it's so disappointing <laughs> yeah. to me. They don't even I, notice. I just want somebody to stop and say, that's from Anchorman. <laughs> but nobody ever does. They just go on with their day like, yeah, nobody said anything. And it's breaks my heart. But anyway, that's my number it's one. It's a shame. It's a shame. Yeah. So my number one, I was in between two different things. One from Dumb and Dumber, which I'm not going to say yet. But my choice is going to be from Toy Story. Really? Not a whole lot of comedic value, but a lot of popularity in this quote. To infinity and beyond. Okay. A lot of, again, not a lot of comedic value. Love the movie when I was a kid. But so I'm not going to argue. Again, everybody's everybody's heard it. Everybody's most likely seen the movie. Did any you, any millennial who hears that quote knows what movie it's from. Yep, for sure. Toy Story One is by far the best one. And if you ask any millennial, hey. Can you pick me out one quote from Toy Story that sticks out to you? That's the one they're going to that's, pick. That's the easiest. That's the that's the low-hanging fruit right there. Yeah. So did you see where they're coming out with a strictly Buzz Lightyear movie here? I did not. Coming up? I did not. It's called, um, shit, I'm not sure, but I think it's Infinity Year. Okay. I'll or, have to watch it. Or something beyond DG, look that up. I, I don't. Will. I, I don't want to sound like a jackass on this podcast. It's something beyond. I believe I seen it on Twitter this past week. Yeah, Disney's coming out with it. It's just strictly about Buzz Lightyear, and okay. it's coming out soon. Okay. So why, while DG's looking that up, I'll tell you what my my other one was. An Infinity Year. What the hell am I talking about? I don't think that's. I it. don't. But know. go ahead. And you you have full reign to take it. I give you permission if you want this for your last for your number one. It's from Dumb and Dumber. We got no food. We got no jobs. Our pants are falling off. <laughs> Another classic. Another classic line from such a great movie. No, I mean it is it is. But DG, no luck on that. Hey, I got it. I, I got okay. it right here. Okay. The new Pixar film. Lightyear. 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 Okay. It's a prequel. Will Whatever be the hell that means. In which Buzz Lightyear <laughs> will be voiced by the Captain America star, Chris Evans. So it's called Lightyear. So I was way who, off. <laughs> you were who, way off. Who was the voice of Buzz Lightyear? Was it Tom Hanks? It or was, was, it was um, Tim Allen. Tim Allen. Buzz Lightyear was Tim Allen. Tom Hanks was, was Woody. Woody. Yep. That's why I knew, I knew both of them were... So, that's, so they're not they're okay. gonna have a different voice? That's just gonna sound so like Evans, yeah. I get it now. KFC from Barstool tweeted today. That's how I seen it. He quote tweeted, he said, Oh, so you're all just gonna kill off Tim Allen now? So that's it. That's not his voice. They changed the voice in him. Yep. So that's why he was pissed. Yeah. Okay. 
All right. <sighs> I didn't get it at the beginning, but now I do. There's a, they're giving him a whole new voice, Buzz Lightyear. He's not going to sound the same. How old do you think Buzz Lightyear was in the Toy Story movie? The first Toy Story. How, about how old do you think Buzz Lightyear was there? 30. About 30? Yeah. Okay. So in this Lightyear movie, you said it was a prequel, right? Yep. So figure Buzz Lightyear's, you know, 20. You think he sounds different as a 20-year-old than a 30-year-old? His voice? Or you think Tim Allen could have done it for both? That's a good question. Maybe Tim Allen just wasn't available. I don't know. Well, I mean, on the last podcast, Roush said he's doing the home improvement shit. Yep. That, that could very well be. Maybe he couldn't do it. Maybe they couldn't pay him enough. You never Maybe. know. Maybe. I mean, Tim Allen's a freaking classic actor. I don't know, though. I mean, you can't pay Tim Allen enough, so you're going to go, you're going to go after the guy that played Captain America. That doesn't make much that's sense. That's weird. That, that's one of my biggest pet peeves about movies. Is when you change make, it up. Is don't, when don't change it. Exactly, <laughs> exactly. If you have a movie that went through the roof in popularity, don't change it. If you're gonna make a sequel, do not change it. Don't change that it. That ticks me off to no end. Trivia question for you, DG, real quick. Oh boy, there we go. The bad kid in the movie of Toy Story One, Sid. Okay, never mind. I, you I just knew, had to ruin it. I knew that. You I knew, knew, I knew okay. it was you knew that. Okay. I knew God, it was dude, I told you. I mean, it was the greatest. I mean, Toy Story 1 was the best. Okay. All right. Sid. Sid. Can I get to my number one? Go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> Shit, we went on a rant there. All right, so I'm back. Number one. One-liners. Ever. In my book. And you guys might not think it's funny, but I'm telling you. The American Pie series, I've already oh. said this. I mean, it, it was one of my favorites. Underrated. Underrated. Absolutely. And don't don't watch the band camps. I've already said this. Those are all bad. You got to watch American Pie 1, 2, 3, American Wedding, and Reunion. Those are the only ones you got to watch. Band camp was pretty... F- I, I didn't mind band camp. Wrong. Terrible. <laughs> Steve Stifler. Mm-hmm. I'm going to hang out with my wang out. And rock out with my cock out. <laughs> I mean, I mean, you can't go wrong with American Pies. I mean, can't go wrong. I mean, boys. I mean, what? I mean, what is this? I mean, Steve Stifler, high school guy, and he's—they're talking about you know, I don't—I forget what movie it was in. I think it was in two when they were out at the lake house, but I could be wrong. Don't, I think that's two. Don't fact right. check me. And they talked about going out to the lake house and staying for the summer. His buddy's brother had this lake house, so they went out there and stayed, and they had all the girls out, whatever. He said he's going to hang out with his wing out and rock out with his cock out all summer long. Steve Stifler goes up there with Charlie Tweeter. Steve Stifler and Charlie Tweeter are my top two favorite Icons and movies of all time, and comedy movies or just movies of all in general, and just comedies. Okay, I respect that. That's that might be. Just, I just, might be with you. Just favorite actors in the movie, the role that they played. Perfect. I, I feel like perfect. I feel like. I mean, I don't know. I just feel like I connect with them. Like mm-hmm. I. I mean, you know, I was kind of goofy. I was kind of funny, and I kind of just I did like them back yeah. in the day. Maybe I don't know. 
It's kind of, they kind of matched your personality. Yeah, Steve Stifler and Charlie Tweeter. With hell you. with it. That, with those you. are my those are my guys, and you know those are my top two. So that's it. That's a pretty good list, boys. We came up with some good. So how did you guys? So how did you guys too. feel about the list? To be honest with you, I can't remember. <laughs> I can't remember all six of mine. <laughs> okay, so le- we're we're going an hour and thirty five here, boys. If you have any that you didn't get off your chest that you'd like to say real quick, this is Sparta. DG's gonna love that. I do. That's a good one. That I do. It was either between that. And I'll be back. All right, so how it about was, this? It's between those two. How when about I, this? We ride together. We die together. Bad boys for life. Yep. That's another a good, good one. one. That's another a good, good one. Will Smith, Martin Lawrence, Bad Boys series. DG, you got any down there? Yeah, I do, actually. And this is a little bit uh, more than just a one-liner, but I'm going to just roll with it. Let me tell you something you already know. The world ain't all sunshine and rainbows. It's a very mean and nasty place, and I don't care how tough you are, it'll beat you to your knees and keep you there permanently if you let it. You, me, or nobody is going to hit as hard as life. But it ain't about how hard you hit. It's about how hard you can get hit and keep moving forward. How much you can take and keep moving forward. That's how winning is done. I'm not going to lie there, DG. I was watching you while you were saying that, and I was captivated. I got cold chills as I was saying it. I was captivated thinking that I was really getting spoke to and encouraged by Rocky Balboa. Now, that's from Rocky Balboa, okay? So, we got Rocky, Rocky, Rocky 2, Rocky 3, Rocky 4, Rocky 5. Then we had... Rocky Balboa, mm-hmm. which is what that quote is from. Mm-hmm. And now we've had Creed and Creed 2. Okay. The Creeds are awesome, by the way. The Creeds are good. They're real good. Of just the Rockies, DG. I don't mean to interrupt you. Go ahead. Just the Rockies. Which is your favorite? It used to be Rocky 4. Yeah, that's my favorite. But I feel anybody you ask that's familiar with the Rocky series, you ask, hey, what's your favorite Rocky? They, they all say Rocky 4. I yeah. feel like it's Rocky one. It's almost cliche to say Rocky. Yours is Rocky, Rocky four one, is the it? normal answer. No, kind of, yeah. my favorite is Rocky three. Three Our is that with Mr. Three. T? That's with Clever Lang, which was played by Mr. T. That's what I thought. That's also the Rocky in which Mickey dies. He passes okay. away in that Rocky. So Rocky three is probably going to be my favorite. Um, but that quote I just mentioned that's from Rocky Balboa. So that's before the Creed series started. Yep. yep. And. Um, I believe that's when Rocky's talking to his son. I think so, too. Which makes it a little bit more, you know, poignant, a little more profound to me. That a little bit fact, more cinema, a little bit more to the heart. Yeah, the yeah. fact that he's saying that to his son. Yeah. Um, but that that's powerful. And, you know, my, my top five and my six, man, they all, I kind of took the comical approach. Yeah. Like the comedic approach, which of these is, those were like some of the funniest for me. That one there, that's probably one movie quote that sticks out the most to me that's not so funny. Um, but, you know, that that hits hard for it's me. It's a good one. Yeah. It's a great one. It's, it's hard if you're watching that movie not to get kind of like, a little choked up. Kind of like with Rolski with you in the Fast, Fast, and, Furious, and, Furious, yeah, yeah. Fast yeah. and Furious quotes. Yeah, Dominique Tredo to... Yeah. yeah. That's kind of that's, that's how that quote hits with me. 
Otis, any for you? You left uh, Last one I had on my list, um, and it, it it very well could have made the list. Yeah. Just in popularity. All these could have. Oh, very well. But I had Houston. We have a problem. Yeah. Again, I, and that's what that's a quote that a lot of people I think have heard, but don't really know what movie it's so from. So go ahead and explain it. It's from Apollo 13. 13. Hell of a movie. Tom Hanks, right? Hell Tom of Hanks. a movie. Yep. Tom I Hanks. I don't know what episode it was, but Apollo 13 was, was in one of my lists. Up. Yeah. It's, that's, that was on one of my lists. Houston, we have a prize. another quote that we, we've kind of talked about, DG. People have said at some point oh, yeah. in their life. Oh, yeah. At I mean, some point. I mean, you're driving down the highway and your car breaks and you're like, oh, shit, Houston, Houston we got a problem. Yup. Yep. You know, you can say it any time. <laughs> yep. Yep. Rolski, you got any more? Yeah, I've actually got three from the same movie I want to talk about. Go ahead. <laughs> Go ahead. <laughs> DG started laughing down there, but anyway, I've already said one Wooderson, but I got three more. Days and Confuse. You gotta keep on living. L I V I N. There you go. Same, same character. Classic. There you go. Matthew McConaughey, man. Wooderson. It'd be a lot cooler if you did. <laughs> I know I, I know what this last one's going to be. Wooderson. That's what I like about these high school girls, man. I get older, and they stay the same age. <laughs> I mean, Wooderson, man, he was just a classic character. I mean, you know, I'm going to tell you how I first watched Days Confused. I was staying over at my cousin's house one night and they were out doing something so I was just staying there and waiting for them to get back and I was sitting in my cousin's bedroom and I was looking down and I seen these movies and they had this there was this movie that had like this weird smiley face looking thing on the on the DVD cover I'm like why is this smiley face and these guys with long hair on the front of this cover so I said you know what I'm just gonna throw this in and I throw it in and you know the movie the movie just you know changed my life. I was like 6th 7th grade at the time and I watched Days and Confused for the first time I'm like, "Oh shit, this is what it's like, huh?" So just it just kind of, you know, changed perspective on things. Like this is how they used to do back in this DG we say 70s, 60s. Days and Confused I was like 70s. 70s? Yeah. 70s? Yeah, so that's what they used to do back in the day, 70s. So that's what life was like. But so Wooderson's always had a place with me like, okay, I like Wooderson. <laughs> Wooderson's my guy. Yeah. But the one that I told you guys about earlier about Step Brothers that I would that I would uh, probably be in my top five but I already had one uh, is this house is a fucking prison on planet bullshit in the galaxy of this sucks camel dick. <laughs> solid, classic, solid line. Classic. Yeah. When he's when he's arguing with the dad right there and uh, Brennan and what's what's the other guy's name? Dale. 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 Brennan and Dale sitting on the couch right there. And they say he's got to get jobs. I mean, he goes off with that line. I mean, that's that, I mean that's classic. Why are she you had so the sweaty? Old Why are you so sweaty? I was watching Cops. <laughs> she had the old bull. Now she wants the young cat. She wants the old cat. <laughs> you know, I was going to throw this in there earlier when I said that uh, 
I shaved my head at 5 a.m. I also wanted to say, you know what? I shaved a nice V from my, <laughs> from chest, my chest pubes chest down, to my ball down to my ball fro. <laughs> <laughs> I wanted to that I forgot about it until now. Yeah, so to answer your earlier question, Rolski, uh, Dazed and Confused is set on the last day of school in 1976. 76. So, DG, here's a question for you. When did our fathers graduate? My father graduated in 1976. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. I think, so that means yours must have graduated in 78. Is that right? 78? Oh, shit, I don't know, DG. You're asking me too much in one time. I think so. <laughs> I think so, because they're two years apart, and you and I are two years apart. Okay, so there we are. So imagine them two back in the Wooderson days. All right, oh, all right, boy. all right. Hope you all enjoyed listening. Don't forget to rate us on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. Give us a follow on Twitter and Instagram at Sip and Serve Pod and like us on Facebook. Our email is Sip and Serve Pod at gmail.com. Send in those questions for episode 37. By the way, you guys might have noticed we didn't have no questions this week. We're going to do something special next week for our Christmas episode. We'll post it on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. We want you guys to get involved. Send us in anything you have about Christmas, the holiday, the new year, anything. Me and DG, Corey the K, we're ready for it. We're going to have a few guests on our Christmas special. We want to hear from you guys. Also, you don't have to send an email. You can hit the hotline at 740-720-3537. Sipping Squad, we want to hear from you. Send us everything and anything Christmas. Yo, Otis, man, what a night. Thank you for being here, brother. DG, what do you call a man with a rubber toe? Man with a rubber toe. Give it to me. Roberto. That's all I got. Appreciate you guys having me on. Hey, I'm DG. I'm just along for the ride. And I'm Rolski. Stay hot, stay safe, and I'll catch you on the next episode of the Sip and Serve Podcast. Rolski, you heard the latest on the monoliths? The monoliths? Yeah. What about them? I don't know. I was just asking if you heard the latest. I, <laughs> I don't know. Nah, nothing. All I know is good thing that uh, Otis ain't on the video. 